dude. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely i love this this is a fucking great vibe right here dude and when it's all so when it's all done so for the podcast listeners um the room has changed quite quite a bit bit. kim and i did (laughs) fucking wallpaper we both just quite a bit uh yeah and it looks good except that you whoever cut this one yeah it was me yeah it looks good. You could put some like <laughs> you could put some like uh, weird like trim or something on. Yeah, on that I'm if you thinking that like. To be even. Well, I like I like the fact that like it's fucked. It's a little fucked because you can be like there's Chris's side and then there's Kim's side. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, it's like wrapping yeah. paper. Yeah, that's good. Oh God, and these take <clears throat> the pressure off of your spine. These new chairs, they're so comfy. Like the other chairs, the constantly felt like they were gonna break. I didn't feel. I did, I guess I didn't really. Have, but you guys sat in them all the time, whereas like yeah. I didn't have the exposure. To, this is this is a completely different ball game. Yeah, I feel. You know what it feels like to me? It feels like. Uh, so when uh, like Theo Vaughn first started re- recording his podcast, oh yeah, he had like one studio, and then, or actually, you know what? A better example, Santino. Mm, yeah. Where like first it was like clearly in his house. Yeah, and then he like got a space and like started building it out a little bit, and it's a little, and they started getting better chairs. It was like, you know, all the all those podcasts they started upgrading the chairs first, and then like, dude, this is incredible. Yeah, this if is, you're gonna be sitting for it's an, comfy an hour plus, you should be. Yeah, this feels like we're having a conversation. Before yeah. it was like, it, especially with the table, I've, I I. Without the table, I like the table less now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what? what? I know, isn't that funny? I mean, it's not my studio. It's not my house. Kim was like, you're going to miss that table. I was like, not my chair, not my problem. But (laughs) yeah, no, I don't. I I like it without it a lot better. But yeah. And so if it sounds a little echoey, it's because I took down, well, we took the rug out. That that bumped the the echo up fucking big time. I didn't realize how much that rug was helping. Um. But we, yeah, we got a new rug. You guys will see. Subscribe to us on YouTube and you'll see all this shit. Yeah. Right now, it looks like a nail salon that got shut down. <laughs> and they're just yeah. having one last hurrah. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm i with that. Actually, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like a, like a rapper uh-huh. uh, like that lived with his parents in high school. Got yeah. his first apartment. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. trying to set his shit up. Hold on, I'm gonna do something real quick. Wait, wait, wait. How are you sleeping? <laughs> Not last night. I fucking was. I was hot glue gunning. Which, thank you, by the way. Good fucking idea. Does it work? Oh, dude, so much, so much better. Good. Yeah, and uh, but I was like falling asleep while I was. Using the hot glue gun on these things, I was like, I, I gotta fucking get out of here. It was like, I don't know, like twelve thirty something like that. Yeah, I was still up doing all this shit. Jesus, yeah. At twelve thirty, I was watching Boy Meets World. So the old one, yeah. Girl Meets oh, World. Oh, Girl is the Meets new World one. is the new. No, one. I've been watching the old one, dude. It is so incredibly relevant right now. It's baffling. That that show was. Like, kicks ass cause what was it on abc yeah yeah so like disney had a part of it well it's because 
Disney owns ABC. Yeah. But that's that's what was so weird because I remember back in the day, like that, because they would talk about like addiction, they would talk about yeah. abortion, like there was shit that in the early nineties they should not have been talking about, like they. In in the sense that like the network would be like no you don't fucking talk right, about that right especially something that's a a boy meets world like it was supposed to feel like Disney like the way that Disney yeah, shows right, are right, now right right and yeah shit got because did you ever see Wonder Years no I don't think so it's crazy his brother it was basically the ben same Savage. show yeah did something called the wonder years where it was about a boy around the same age going through shit that boys go through but it was set in like the 60s i think oh okay <laughs> yeah so it was um and th- and that one dealt with some heavy shit but they they filmed it like in a cinematic way it almost mm. felt like dawson's creek but like, you didn't want to slit your wrists after you watched it i've never seen dawson's creek so yeah, it fucking sucks so it, it was weird in that sense, too, that, like, both of the boys basically did the same thing around the same age, got their own show Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's so wild to think, like, Ben Savage is Fred Savage's younger brother. Yeah. Because, like, what I know Fred Savage from is Princess Bride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're like... And his grandpa's know, reading the, there's the story. A, dude, there's, like, multiple people in that show that are... Like in other shit now, you know what I mean. From that movie, you mean, or Boy from Meets that, World? From Boy Meets World. You know what? Something is something is off about this microphone. I don't agree. I think it sounds good. I think it, what you might be hearing is additional echo. Doesn't it of, sound like it's peaking? Like that kind of no. Uh, it's hard to describe, but when I edit, there's a a sound like this kind of. It's like the treble is too high. Yeah, maybe. I it I will tell you that it doesn't really sound like that. Okay. Like you sound very normal. Right All right, now. then I'm gonna leave it because you're probably right. Because the funny thing when I changed the <laughs> we kept changing the mics last week. The the yeah yeah the yeah. The yeah, imports yeah. they're in. <laughs> when I was editing it, everything sounded exactly the same. Really. <laughs> so <laughs> you were so like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you were very worked up. Yeah, but the, I mean, we were both like. What the? <laughs> Come on, dude! What the hell? Yeah, it's very funny. Um, what the hell is that? It's my nicotine gum. Oh, you're back on that shit. Yeah, good for you. Did you watch last week's video, or this this week's video? I mean, it's okay I, if you didn't. But do you I remember, remember when I was didn't. when I was vapping? Yeah, and I started blowing as you were about to say your premise. Maybe. I took a big. And so it's like right over top of me? Or? Mm-hmm. Well, but you stopped talking because it was blowing smoke right in your face. <laughs> and I just stretched it out for like an extra six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty That's funny. funny. Um, yeah, I, I don't, it's not that I don't want to watch it. It's that like today fucking, you know, Post Malone and Joe Rogan. It's like that's what I'm watching. But yesterday was Bad Friends. And also I have... Uh, I've been watching a lot of history hyenas lately. Oh. I love that podcast. I know a lot of people think it's absurd, and I mean like, it is absurd. Yeah, I mean in a bad way, absurd. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I love it. I I think those two guys are great. I think Chris DeStefano is 
a phenomenal yeah. comedian, but I think he's actually a genuinely good person. I think Giannis Pappas is too. Yeah. You know, like they both talk about very uh, edgy shit, I guess, which is considered edgy now, but like wouldn't have been edgy 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. But they're not like malicious about it, which yeah. is why I like it because they're just like they dive headfirst into shit and they like, I don't know. They, they've got. They've got me hooked pretty pretty well. And now they've got a new show called Conspiracy Cuties, which is so, so funny. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I have a cup. Yeah, oh, how that. are you sleeping, by the way? Uh, now that all the, everything is like all ironed out with, you know, the engagement and everything, uh, Caitlin also got me a weighted blanket, which I think we talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude been sleeping like a baby it's unbelievable like unbelievable i didn't have to take melatonin two nights in a row sleeping like an angel with four fingers up his butt oh yeah that's right (laughs) but dude it's uh, i've been sleeping so well it's it's uh it's so weird how like a good night's sleep will completely change your day oh yeah and you don't think about it you don't value it as much when you don't get any sleep like it holds no weight with you so you're because yeah. you're like well fuck like i'm functioning without it but then you do get a good night's sleep and you're like oh i wasn't functioning i was a fucking zombie dude when when you're on vacation oh dude vacation naps oh, yes wow vacation naps but that first night that like you guys all get there yeah because the travel day <laughs> so that takes all all the energy out of you you're exhausted yeah i'm totally with you yeah vacation Vacation sleeps are unlike any other sleep, but I'll I'll take the back. Vacation naps are great. There is no nap better than Saturday cabin nap. Mm, that like, is a good like God. One o'clock on a on a Saturday or something. Landon was complaining yesterday about how he, or the day before about how he had taken a bunch of naps throughout the day. He was like, "We all, we everybody took naps. We took a bunch of naps." I was like, "That sounds." Amazing. So great. Yeah. Multiple naps. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, dude. I like and it's I mean, people people talk about this all the time. It's like the old adage, like, you know, you never realize what you have until it's gone. And then like parents always related that to like taking naps when you were like six yep. years old. They're like, You're gonna wish you when you're fifteen, you're gonna wish you had this. You know, when you're twenty five, you're gonna wish you had this. It's I, like a good cabin nap is bonkers <laughs> like you zonk the fuck out and then two hours later you get up and everyone's like making sandwiches and yeah. like like fresh there's like wa- fresh cut watermelon and pineapple and you like wake up and like crack open a soda and make a sandwich and eat some lays original chips oh yeah there's le- leftover brats oh kevin and they're cold after you a eat nap, them cold? dude do you eat them cold i you're a psycho no i don't do that i okay so i put them in the microwave for three minutes girls you're worse than me like it's to, like what does it taste like newspaper at that point it's like if laffy taffy tastes like, like a brat you're taking a bite out of a classified section <laughs> dude i i okay so growing up uh i maybe i've told you the story before i don't know so my family is like, wait, 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 put a pin in that, because I want to start this ep- episode. Okay. Extra silly sillies. Okay. Okay. So. Super silly. I have a cup here. Yeah. Which this is the size water cup that I use to 
take my pills every morning. Okay. Which I have a pill box for, which has a, a sun on it because I take them in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a moon for the lower one. Got to your make daily <laughs> multivitamin. And what is, is are I these thought, are these topics of discussion? No. Oh. So are they racial slurs? Read, Those are racial slurs, aren't they? <laughs> before you read each one, yeah, you have to say today's episode is brought to you by. No way. And then is this real? Yeah. No, we have actual sponsors. No. Oh, I was like, you mother. This is just random shit. It's like, how am I finding out about this from a fucking purple cup? You're pretending that today's episode is brought by. Did I ever do the Sports Center voice for you? Sports Center? Yeah, you've done it a bunch of times. Well, there you go. That's what. That's what I should do. This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by... Feel free. Okay, I'm going to do that. You want to go first? Yeah, but I want to fucking tell you my story first. Jason Voorhees? Fine. Yeah, fucking killing my dreams. Is that Freddy Krueger or Jason that kills in the sleep? That's Freddy Krueger. Krueger, yeah. Shit. Anyway, uh, it's super quick. You called me... Uh, crazy person for eating cold brats brats yeah Yeah. so my family growing up because when my dad was a a small lad they super polish family they would go to the meat market like the eastern european polish ukrainian whatever meat meat market and they would eastern block yeah so (laughs) behind the red curtain (laughs) so they would buy all their meat that they were going to make for religious holidays right oh they would buy it like days early and then they would cook it and then they would take it after they cooked it to the church to get it blessed by the priest. Because you can't cook it after it's been blessed. Wait, wait a second. Is your family Jewish? No. That, but they, it's, they, that was like their Polish Catholic tradition. Oh. It was like they wanted to get the meat blessed. They got the bread blessed. You know, it was like all the food that they were going to eat on these holidays. They had it blessed by the priest. But you can't cook it after... It's been blessed. It's like the whole like kosher thing. Yeah, you know I was I mean? gonna say that. It sounds, sounds like it's it's very similar to that. Um, so like, <laughs> it's still a tradition in my family to eat cold Polish meat on on religious holidays. So like, I grew up eating like cold Polish sausage, like by the fucking link. You know, so much of it, so much cold meat. So I and like cold turkey and shit. Like so, I eat like cold food a lot. Because I love cold food. I just, it's, for me, it's almost like nostalgia, but it's also like laziness. You know, it's a sure combination of both. <clears throat> so that was, that's my meat story. You can pass that fucking cup now. That was the story? That's it. That's all I wanted to explain is like why I eat a cold brat. Because it's like I'm used to eating. Do you say a prayer um, before coitus? No, but we do wear the full sheet and then just cut a hole. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't look. It's not for, right. it's not for pleasure. It's for procreation. Yeah. Right. All right. Good deal. Yeah. Use those long appendages. Yeah. I didn't even have to move my back out of the chair. Really? Really. Good Lord. So am I doing all these or just. No, no, no. We're going one. back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember, it's today's episode is brought to you by, or today's episode is sponsored by. Yeah. <clears throat> This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Caramel Toupees for Men. <laughs> Call your dad and tell him he looks sweet with his new toupee. Ah, nice. Well done. Thank you. 
It's like it's like fun. It's just like silly fun. Yeah. I well, do. I mean, that one was silly fun. Oh, are some of them really serious? Let's see what this one is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to laugh before, then it gives it away yeah, that sorry, it's going to be really funny. Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Today's episode is brought to you by disturbing photos of mice fighting one another. <laughs> <laughs> don't Google that. <laughs> wrote these you yeah i thought maybe kim wrote them and they were all surprises for you okay all right okay okay all right this episode of dude absolutely is brought to you by australian foreclosures <laughs> get those giant spiders out of your house <laughs> oh, dude this is a cool new bit yeah i'm liking this bit yeah i was pretty excited about it I forget what the first thing was that I thought of. And then, oh, you, were, I and then you were like, oh, we have to do this. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like this a lot. I almost need to like sit up more. Oh, <laughs> oh your giggly face. Man, is I was hoping skewed. you were going to get this one. Well, put it back in there. Give it to me. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. Today's episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Daryl's Mildly Racist Tennis Rackets. <laughs> We all work with a black guy. Check out this weave. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 10% off if we can touch your hair. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> well done. Oh, man. Are you going to come up with new ones every week now? Is this a thing? <laughs> I think this is a fucking thing now, bud. All right. Well done. I mean, I could. could yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm doing it. What the fuck? Because this one's not as silly. You got all the cool silly what? No, ones. No, you got to do it. Fine. Fuck you. You're going to get another really good one. <laughs> this episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Cheese Whiz. Oh. Put it on your cracker <laughs> or your dick. <laughs> that was the first one. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if Cheese It feels like it was the first one. I gotta stop crashing the Titanic. Over yeah, here. yeah. Seriously, it sounds like it. <laughs> See, you got another silly one. <laughs> oh, you would have loved this one. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta stop swearing. <sighs> Oof. Yeah, we're demonetized. Okay. Today's episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Craig's Wild and Wacky Funeral Home. <laughs> <laughs> Kids get in free. <laughs> Oh, I picture, <laughs> dude, just picturing that like, they've got the inflatable uh, wiggly arm things out front, oh. or or they you have the option of whoever is deceased, they can pump them full of air and make them <laughs> make them do the flailing just thing. stacks of rigamortis bodies just <laughs> waving in the wind. <laughs> So, Dude, oh, that's what well if done. you had to? What if you, <laughs> you had to take your shoes off? The actual, like, to, you know, have you been to a wake? Yeah, where you go up and you shake the family's hand. Yeah. You have to take your shoes off and climb into a bouncy house. <laughs> <laughs> They're 
in there bouncing, but it's all somber. <laughs> Crying, but still you're like in a bouncy house. So you can't not bounce. Somebody, yeah. and there's somebody there. You have to swim through a ball pit to get there. <laughs> <laughs> It, you can't it has the slide attachments so every, everyone's sliding out of it everyone's all sad and mopey but you can't not. and the attendant the attendant is there like if somebody's in there longer than two minutes okay bud time to go up the slide in a dunk tank but it's just the body above a casket <laughs> Oh, God. Fuck. All right. Death is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that was fun. Yeah, I think maybe... Oh, maybe I'm going to we'll, wipe my eyes. We'll each, was... we'll each write like one a week or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Just ra- For random sure. shit. We could, we could make it an audience game? <laughs> dude, I'm crying. I'm crying. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so... <clears throat> So we can make it like an audience thing involve oh, involve the yeah. audience, and they can vote on which one is funnier. Okay, or, or vote on which one they like better. We could, have or people... they could put out ones that we have to do. Exactly, yeah. and then we say. So which we one? should. Do we have an email for this podcast? Just Duck Duck Gray Duke. Okay, maybe we set up, and I'd be happy to do it because since I don't do anything for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> But I'd be happy to set up like dude absolutely at gmail.com or something. That would be awesome. And then, you know, people can email in suggestions or whatever. And then. I just thought of random words. So I would find the first word. So Australia, for some reason, popped in my head. Yeah. I was like, what What could I make funny about Australia? I was like, foreclosures. foreclosures. <laughs> <laughs> so my, I picture it as kind of like that way we're not. You know, it's not happening on social media, so the the other people that are paying attention to our stuff aren't getting exposed to it prior to the fact. Yep. Plus, you kind of get that cool moment where you're like, I mean, like, so I'm like a I'm a patron of the uh, History Hyenas guys. Oh, okay. Um, and like I'm on the tier. Well, the they're where they'll like read your name on at the end of the episode. Really? Yeah. So like everybody makes these like ridiculous names, <laughs> like absurd names uh a lot of them are very sexual in nature but like towards them you know they're like steel pipe chrissy like (laughs) bending me over and giving me the quarantine d or whatever you know and you're like so like then they like raid them and i don't know this so anyway like i they like read my name the other day and i was just like it was awesome it was such a what, what name did you write in uh, mine is uh, Mayor of Brown Town with an addiction to Claritin and tucking it back for Lieutenant Lollipops. <laughs> Did they laugh? Yeah. Oh, I love it, it. Yeah, Giannis was like he like, so he's the guy who like rates them. Chris reads them all, and then Giannis oh. like gives them. He like puts them on the list, and then they pick like a. They call it the. Uh, uh, PPW the pseudo penis of the week. <laughs> Yeah, so like, Yanni will like he'll be like that one's going on the list, or like he'll give him uh, a Drexler because like Clyde Drexler was a professional basketball player who was like completely overshadowed by Michael Jordan. Yeah, but he was like a stud. Oregon, we yeah. fucking praised yeah. that dude. Clyde the Glide, man. <clears throat> uh, so like, 
so they call them Drexlers, like if they're good, but like they're not going to make it on the list. And so, oh, that's really yeah, funny. dude. It's it's a genius show. He didn't, I didn't get Drexlered, but he still <laughs> was like, that's good. And like he like he's like that's good. Um, but some of them are so good. It's like when you first when I first like signed up, I had seen like you know hundreds and hundreds of them. So you want it to be like unique, but like yeah, some of the ones people come up with are so good. Like they uh, so Giannis's brother is gay okay and when he was growing up uh his brother came up with the word or the phrase calling himself a three dollar bill oh so like they could communicate like where so then people weren't like wouldn't didn't like antagonize them like when they were like out and about his brother would be like that guy's a total three dollar bill like I know oh. it or whatever and then Giannis would be like you think so and so they've like adopted three dollar bill do you know who bill buckner is that sounds super familiar so Bill Buckner is the guy who played for the Red Sox that um, let the ground ball go between his legs, mm. and then they lost in the conference fun- or conference championship, whatever. Yep, to go to the World Series. So they uh, one of the names was like, "You can call me three dollar Bill Buckner. I'll open my legs for your uh, for your big white balls or whatever." Like <laughs> it was like some. It was an amazing name, like. But you have to like really sit down and think of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's genius. So good. I don't know why I'm talking about that on this podcast, but here we are. Other podcasts talk about other podcasts. Joe Rogan brings up Kill Tony all the time. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, That he does, Derek. I I tried watching the fucking episode with Ben Shapiro. I want to slice that dude's throat over and over and over. He's not a super likable guy. No. No, not he super is not. Likeable. He's he's um he also was like he he like doesn't believe in religion. He just is Jewish because he likes the rules and the structure. Is that is, what he said? Yeah. Okay, that's, He was like, "Yeah, I like the lifestyle." Yeah, that's weird. What? Yeah. He's the kind of asshole that would fucking uh Miss Crabtree, remember we've got homework that we all need to take. Oh, thanks for reminding me, Ben. Uh, everyone, don't forget your homework tonight. And everyone's like, fuck you, Ben. Yeah. <clears throat> I hate Yeah, him. I don't know. He's not a super likable guy. I think uh, for the sake of um, perspective, mm-hmm. he can be kind of valuable. Just to like get an idea of like, well, oh, this is what some people think. Oh, I see what you're It's pretty extreme. Yeah. You know? But it's also like some of the stuff he thinks is not that extreme. It's just good to know that this is how some people think. So this is the <laughs> angle that some people are taking when yeah, they're yeah. walking through life. You know, I don't know. I can't, I can't say that I agree with everything that you know uh, people on the left say either. It's just like you can't, oh, sure. you can't agree with everyone. You know, yeah. Uh, and if you agree with everything that somebody says, now you're at the point of like idolizing people instead of ideas yeah and like the ideas are what are what's important the people will die the ideas need to live on you know yeah so for 25 percent off at wild wacky funeral home fuck i forgot what it's called already oh well it was correct was it craig's yeah i think it, i think you're right disturbing Cra- photos of mice fighting <laughs> <laughs> that one's that one's good daryl's was the wig or the yeah, Craig's Wild and Wacky Funeral Home. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs>
Daryl's mildly racist tennis racket. <laughs> That's. I thought my weave comment was good, and you just totally screwed. Oh, it over I didn't it even hear it. Yeah, because you were too busy being a fucking asshole. I thought of that touching the hair thing. Yeah, that was good. All of your stuff was good. I just said like, o- check old, out this weave. Old white people, they just can't help themselves. It's insane. Yeah, I've <laughs> my <laughs> my grandma. I've seen her do that before, and it was before I even knew that that was a bad thing. Yeah, because it's a, you're exoticizing human beings. Yeah, well, That's and super weird. It's so funny because they love they love that child. Yeah, they're so happy to see. Like black babies are like cute. the cutest things in the entire world. Yeah, I don't know why I said things. Cutest, <laughs> cutest little cutest little baby. Peaches. You could just say cutest babies. human babies. Cutest human babies in yeah. the whole wide world. Yeah, I used to take uh, take care of when I was in New York. There was this this little boy named Malik. He had blonde hair. Like naturally blonde hair. Really? It was amazing. And for some reason he liked me. So like <laughs> Mormon church is three hours long. Right. So he and I would just run around. It's like this kid is the fucking best. And he would listen. He was just a fucking cool kid. I got lucky two times. One at, at my home church here in Princeton, there was a boy with Down syndrome, Gavin. I I loved him so much that I took my senior photos with him. Oh. Yeah. Kratofer. It was so cool. That's pretty cute. He was the first kid I babysat. Like, I went over to his parents. Yeah. This is actually a pretty funny story. Um, He took a nap, and I was like, there's got to be something to jerk off to around here. Oh, my God, Chris. And uh, I popped in the Winter Olympics, thinking that something, anything, nothing happened. Um, but it was just funny that I was like, maybe, maybe the winter Olympics where they wear the most clothes. How you could possibly think that oh, maybe ice while skating. babysitting is an appropriate well, not, well, time to on. masturbate. He was asleep. I don't care. You're still in supervision of the child. That's true. Jesus Christ. Anyways, no drinking off happened. I mean, judgment free zone here, but that is, <laughs> woo. There's babysitters that will have their boyfriends come over. And they bang when the kids are or are girlfriends. Sleeping. Okay, Chris, I or don't need this sexist kind of language All here. Right. Boys can also be babysitters. You are correct. There's Kay. plenty of boy babysitters scissoring while the kids are sleeping. Now, I babysit Gavin. Right. Everything goes swimmingly. Literally, as his parents are pulling into the driveway, I go, "Gavin, mom and dad are home," and I turn around. He found his cup of chocolate milk. And pulled it and just poured it all over himself. Not like on purpose, but just little baby hands. I was like, fuck, this is insane. Thought I was in a Disney show, dude. It was Boy Meets World all over again. That's an ABC show. Get your fucking channels right. But it's Disney. You yeah, established I know. I know. I'm being obnoxious. No, yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever Yeah, you don't strike babysat. me as a babysitting type. It's not that I don't like kids. Like, I do like kids. Yeah. You know, and I'm actually pretty good with kids. Yeah. I just think I was never in a position to be offered to Mm. babysit. Sure. Nor was I anyone's first option. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody was like, all right, we're having dinner, and 
I think we call Alex, you know? I mean, he's definitely not going to burn anything down yeah. for sure. And the kids are definitely going to get to bed at a reasonable time. And there isn't a shot in hell that they're going to learn words they shouldn't know. And <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I just have too much fun. That's my ah. problem. I'm just, I'm all about the GTs, you know? Yeah. Let's play some Crash Bandicoot for like four hours. God. That's a great one. Whip out the old PS1. Oof, my goof. N64 for the Bandicoot. Always. Forever and always. It wasn't on N64. What? I'm pretty confident it wasn't on N64. I think it was a PlayStation exclusive. Shit. What was was the the do a barrel roll one? Do a barrel roll? Do a barrel roll. Oh, dude, that's uh, Star Fox. Yeah. Do a barrel roll. Star Fox was a banger of a game. That was one of those games, though. It's like... When you're when you're young enough, like you can't get your way through the entire game. Yeah. Because uh, am I correct in that you like couldn't save unless you had like the save pack? Yep. So I didn't have a save pack back then, and some games saved your progress on the cartridge, if I recall correctly. Like it was like yeah. like Diddy Kong Racing, mm-hmm. I think was saved on the cartridge. Right. But, like, Star Fox, I don't think was. Yeah, you had that, that little gray thing that would pop in there. Yeah. Dude, that game was great. Did you ever Sega? Uh, I was too young. Okay. So, N64 came out right before Christmas, but, like, my fourth four-year-old Christmas. Okay. So, I got an N64 for Christmas um, with Diddy Kong Racing. It was incredible. Yeah. It was so fun. And then my dad bought Duke Nukem uh, for for himself. And then, like, I just played Duke Nukem because, like, I didn't know any better. You Did know? you ever find the boobies? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. In the, isn't it, like, in the hot tub in the sewer or some shit? Well, there's a strip club that you can find. Yes, that's what it was. The 8-bit eight, eight, boobies. 8-bit boobies. That's yeah. what I was just going to say. I know. I know. <sighs> yeah, that was, those, those were the days, man. And then, you know, when PS2 came out, it really kind of, it really changed the way, uh, I mean, because, you know, there was like Donkey Kong 64 was, or Donkey Kong Country was also on 64, I think. That that game ruled. But Donkey Kong 64 was awesome. That was the one where it was the first, like, uh, like sandbox style game where it was like, like you could, you know, there was no like limit to where you were. Where you had to go. It wasn't yeah. like platformer style, you know? <clears throat> God, I, I mean, Mario. Great. Mario, Super Mario 64. Wasn't that the first sandbox style? Yeah. Yeah, I was saying like it was like one of the first of the Donkey Kong series. Oh. I don't even know that there's another one, but it was the first Donkey Kong where like you... Yeah, Super Mario 64 was the first... Uh, it was the first sandbox style game. Super Nintendo. There was a that game was ruled though. When you could uh, Mario turn into a raccoon, he'd have the ears and the tail. Oh yeah, yeah. On uh, uh, that was Super Mario Three, I think. Yeah, I believe it was when correct. he first got those. And you had to get a you had to get the leaf for that. Yeah. Flower was fire. Mm-hmm. Star was like juggernaut. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, freaking, uh, uh, 
Super Smash Bros. Remember when that first came out? It was just like, well, well, we're going to hammer this game for seven hours. See ya. It took over the world. Yeah, that game was amazing. Uh, What else, dude? What what else were some banging games back then? Well, I mean, Goldfinger. Goldeneye. Yep. Goldfinger was an Austin Powers movie. Oh, Goldeneye. Yeah, Yeah, Goldeneye. But, I mean, you're right there. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Mm, Did you play that? Dude. Okay. It's like all we did. I would... would, uh, when I think it was Pro Skater two or three, you, there were cheat codes to yep. where you could have perfect balance, mm-hmm. and I would turn the the vibrate on the PlayStation, and I would just hop on a rail that like was in a circle and just leave it on my genitals. Does it always have to come back to your dick? I mean, yeah. Okay. All right. So, wh- what else did you play? I had Off Road Challenge. Did you ever play that game? You remember the arcade game Cruise in the World? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Off-Road Challenge was like a spinoff of Cruise in the World that was an arcade game first, and then they put it on 64. It was sweet. You could, I mean, it was like trucks, and um, all of it was off-road, though. Uh, uh, so it was like similar, like... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fun game. What else, man? I mean, okay, how could I even forget this? All the Zelda games. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask was not as good as Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But. What was that weird system that you had to get? Like, because it stopped releasing on, on certain consoles, Zelda. So you had <clears throat> you had to have a certain console for certain games. Yeah. Was like, it I Sega think, Dreamcast? <clears throat> I think Dreamcast was one, um, and then the, the Nintendo game Cube had its own. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was... But I, I remember friends buying... Then GameCube just for the Zelda Zelda games. Yeah, I forget what the Zelda game was on GameCube. I never had a GameCube. What was the one where there was a wolf? Ooh, I don't. It was a. It was like a black wolf. It was like Shadow, something Shadows. Shadows of Mordor. Yeah. Wait. That's no, a... that's Aladdin. <laughs> no. Shadows right. of Mordor is a uh, is a game about. Po- I can show you the ring. <laughs> Throw it into the lava. Wow. Chris. I came my pants. Fucking hey, man. Shit. All right, but yeah, dude. I mean, I've been I've been playing uh Link's Awakening, oh, which was on oh, Game yeah, Boy yeah. Color. And then they remade it for the Switch. It is be- li- like it is beautiful. I don't know how else, if there's another way to describe it. I mean, it's not it's not like a fantastic game. Yeah. It plays really well, but it's gorgeous. I, I love that. There's That's like, um, fuck, my brother bought this, this game for PS4 that it just, it takes for fucking ever. They're these giant beings. Um, God, it's like Legends... Fuck. Oh, 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 oh. I know. Is it on? It's on PlayStation 2, right? No, it was on PS4. But uh, there's a re. That's a remake. One oh, oh, of yes. The original. The original is called. It's one of the best games ever. Um, it's not Titans. Uh, is no, it? no. It's uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yes. You like that? Dude. I what would, a pull, though, right? I would go over to my brother's house just to watch him. That play game that. is amazing. It's so good. 
I've played like uh, the demo for it when they when they remade it for PS4. I played the demo. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. It's a, it's again. It's one of those like where you're like, holy hell. Yeah. It just blows your mind. Yeah. And there's there's more than a few games that, out there that are like that. You know that. Well, when the first God of War came out, dude. It's so funny to look back on it now because you're like, it looks like dog shit. Now, yeah. But that like it changed the way that people were like, Correct. oh, we have to start making cinematic Correct. stuff. I mean, that was, I mean, when Skyrim came out, that was people oh. were like, people lost their minds. Skyrim. I, I had a friend who put uh, before, so it came out in like, I think October of 2011 is when Skyrim came out, I think. It was that, I thought it was later than that. No, it was in 2011, because I was a freshman in college when it came uh, out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, And my friend put 96 hours into it um, by Christmas break. Jesus. 96 hours. Yeah, that's a lot. So, like... So he failed? No, he was a smart kid. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he was a smart kid. He spent a lot of time doing homework, spent a lot of time playing video games. Mm. Did you ever see the the guy that made a virtual reality? Like, he, Tony Starked this, um, what do you call it? Uh, is it a monopad? Where it's like, it's like a track. or like a Oh, treadmill. yeah, they're making those, making those. Like, that's oh, like they a are thing. making those? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he... The the inspiration is obviously not it's so it's not like causation with this. So I mean, do you remember the movie? It was a book first, obviously, but Ready Player One. Do you see? Yeah, there's a guy just wouldn't drop something off. What was I talking about? Talking about Sky. Oh, Ready Player One. Oh, uh, ew. did you did you see that movie? Yes. Okay, I thought it was a lot of people didn't like it uh, because of it wasn't as good as the book or whatever. I thought it was a really uh, like stunning movie like it was really cool it was a fun movie well and like that that type of um crossover stuff is pretty rare like people don't give that enough credit like crossover stuff doesn't really happen there were games from multiple platforms right in one movie which i mean all the halo guys and all the you know i mean it was it had to have cost millions yeah just to get the rights to be able to do all that did spielberg do that movie Mm -hmm. i think so yeah so I, I, I really, I like the movie a lot, but they use those pads, those, you know, whatever, in in the movie. And I think things that, or how to make it work in the movie came from things that came prior. But then when people see it in action, you know, obviously it's in a movie, so it's like there's still that fiction element to it. Like, this, yeah, is, is yes, this really possible? Exactly. But like, I mean, they're in development. Those, those things where you can buy them and, I mean... They've got like a, I think it's like a ceiling attachment that you like, you yeah. literally like attach these wires to your body. Well, the way that that guy had it set up was he had made a platform and then that platform had a ring around it. So you yeah. have to make a frame. Yeah. Um, and then that band, that that aspect seems like it would be so difficult to get that right. Like to get it dialed in. Yeah, so the that, amount of tension is right. Exactly. So you don't, you don't like... As you increase speed or whatever, you're not like toppling over the edge of yes. it. Yeah, for sure. But it's also not so much tension that you like tire yourself out just by, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, they're also in the process of making like sensor vests and like 
stuff to wear that like as you they're like pressure vests. Oh, so like oh, when yeah, you get yeah. like shot in a game, like it literally like you feel it on your chest. Which is like, dude, I can't do VR. I've I've tried it once or twice. I can't do it. It's you get sicky sick? Yeah, man. I don't know if it's that or if I, I get so anxious because I feel the claustrophobia like coming on, oh. you know? Where it's like obviously it's virtual reality, so there shouldn't be that claustrophobic feeling. It's just like the the weight of the mask and then like knowing that I don't know what my like real life surroundings look like. Yes. I always think someone's going to hit me in the nuts. Yeah. I can't escape that feeling. My brothers and I grew up sack tapping each other. No. Yeah. So much so that my brother, my brother Matt, um, in the most serious of scenarios, like just muscle memory, he puts his hand over his crotch like to give somebody a hug. Like I remember he did that. Kim was going to give him a hug. And she was like, why are you covering yourself? I'm not going to hit you. He's like, sorry, it's just. It's habit. <laughs> At this point, it's reflex. It's not even habit it's anymore. It's so funny. Yeah. We that's did it wild. so much. So the VR thing, I was like. Yeah, dude, I can't. So it's like you are you make yourself immediately so vulnerable because mm-hmm. you cover up. You're, you're the only like real sense that you have still is like touch. And you as soon as you engage in the game, you take that away. Cause like you're all the sensory overload that you get from visually and audio, like it's like your touch becomes synonymous with what's happening in the game. Yeah. So it's like now Have you're you limited played, to uh, Beat Saber. No, I didn't play that. I I played. I did it like early on. So like I never really. I don't have like recent experience with it, mm. which could be the difference maker, you know. But like I'm I'm playing Switch Lite right now. Mm. Which is essentially the handheld version of the Switch, uh, but there's no removable Joy-Con controllers. Okay. So it's literally like a Game Boy, essentially. Oh, okay. But it's got like the big Switch screen and the same button scheme as you have on Switch. Um, And like I'm playing the Zelda games on it, and it's... Then that's enough for me. You know, it's like this is to to have a Game Boy that's evolved as far as that has. Yeah. I mean, like I got a Game Boy before the Game Boy Color came out. Like I had the original Game Boy that my dad had from years prior. And I would play like Metroid Prime (laughs) when I was like six years old, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like playing Metroid and... They're making that a movie now. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, the, the, hey. the lady that uh, plays Captain Marvel, Brie... Um, Brie Larson? Yeah, Brie Larson. She, she plays wants, Samus? Yes, that's who she, she wants she to... She wants to play Samus? Yes. Okay. I feel like that th- there are others that could be a really good Samus, though. Who? If she wasn't as old as she is, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but if she wasn't as old as she is, I feel like Tilda Swinton, Swinton would make an awesome Tilda, Samus. Tilda Swinton? Tilda Swinton? Swilton. Swilton? Is it Swilton? I thought it was Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swilton. Now I'm all the one, up. The one from Burn After Reading and... Oh, I know who she is. Oh, okay, I yeah. I love yeah. her. Yeah, she was, dude, as the ancient one in uh, Doctor Strange. I feel like she would make a really good one. Just because, like, the Samus that you, like, see um, in the games, you know, it's, like, got that sort of reddish, blondish hair, like, strawberry mm-hmm. blonde hair, you know, very pale. I mean, I don't have a. I I shouldn't say like. There's that, that lady that looks like Tilda Sw- Swinton. Swinton. I'm not gonna. You got it. Drive me fucking crazy. You. 
Um, but she was in. Did you ever see Babel? Oh, it is Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Um, Babel uh, with yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who is that? Um, is it Brad Pitt? Yeah, it is Brad Pitt. Yep. Um, oh my gosh, I know who this is. She also in the de- in the Departed. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she right. plays Matt oh, Damon. Wait, wait. No, no. Okay, it's not the same lady. That's funny. They look so much alike. That's fucking crazy. Okay, look up Babel then. Dude, Departed rips. God, that's a good movie. I watched it so many times. When I was a, when I was a young lad, and that movie came out, uh, that was my first exposure to anything by Nas outside of uh, it was written because I didn't have any like iPod or YouTube accessible. Like I, I wasn't Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Well done. Uh, okay. So who's the one in departed then? What's her name? No fucking idea, but she's in, just look up the department. but I feel like if we say it, no one, no one knows who she is. She's been in stuff, but I have no fucking idea. Well, that's good. The Departed. Such a fucking awesome movie. I feel bad because like... Dude, like Anthony Anderson is in that movie. What would always follow when you would say The Departed? What do you mean? Oh, you never did that? No. No. Nothing. I was... I think think our age difference... (laughs) You ready for her name? Yeah. Vera Farmiga. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) See, I knew it. Yeah. That's such a, but she's in a ton of shit. She is. So, okay. So I feel like our age difference shows itself most in like our pop culture references from, Uh from that became like habitual, you know? Yes. Like you just said, what always came after you said the departed, like the departed came out at a time in my life where like most kids weren't watching the departed, you know, they were watching like, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? So like. Like, the first album I'd ever listened to by Nas was It Was Written because it was the only one that had at Best Buy. Because oh yeah, in order to buy stuff from uh, Down in the Valley, you needed... What is this? Finish your thing, and then I want you to watch that. Okay. So, like, Down in the Valley always, like, weirded me out because there was, like, weed stuff in there, you know? Yeah. And I was like a young kid and I couldn't like ask my parents to drive me down in the valley. Like my dad bought all his music from music from down in the valley. So like he knew what went on at down in the valley and I feel like he'd have been like, why? You know? Right. So like, but I also wasn't the kid that like listened to YouTube songs on YouTube. Like I was never that kid. I didn't have oh. LimeWire or LiveWire or whatever the hell Lime it's I didn't have Napster. I didn't have any of that shit. I just listened to the music my dad showed me, and then I started finding my own music, and I couldn't like put my own music on my iPod because it all went through my dad. So we had the family computer. So I had to be like, hey, Dad, I got this iTunes gift card. Can you put this album on my iPod? And my dad's like, you're not listening to that shit. Like, that's not, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like when the Chronic came out, like oh. he wasn't putting, or Chronic, I know uh, what you, mean. you know what I mean? Or 2001, I guess it's called. Um, and obviously that's way before the iPod. people would call it the chronic too. Yeah. So the, my, you know, that's way before the iPod, obviously, but like I wanted to get, di- get rich or die trying. Na, 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 na. Joe Rogan, let's do some DMT. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> that album is so good. Is I think me- I have every song memorized on that album, except for two. I believe it's uh, straight petrol, as the kids say. <laughs> it is. Some kerosene. <laughs> uh, so, 
all literally all of this was to say that The Departed has one scene where DiCaprio and like that fucking greaseball cousin he's got in the movie. Oh, I always yeah, forget yeah. that actor's name, but when they're like riding in the car, like basically just doing like selling coke and like doing those odd jobs, you know? Yeah. They're listening to Thief's theme by Nas. Oh yeah. Which is I it might be my favorite Nas song. Just because the beat is so good and he literally brings that beat back for Hip Hop is Dead. He just speeds it up. If you've oh. ever heard the song Hip Hop is Dead by him. It's literally the Thief's theme it's been a while. beat, but it's like jacked up like super fast. Crazy. So like that was the first so I heard that song and I was like, Oh my god, this is Nas, you know? But I'm used to listening to like young Nas. Like it was written Illmatic. Illmatic. But I didn't have exposure to because I couldn't find it, you know? So I hear this song in the movie Departed, which you would not expect to have a Nas song. So I immediately fell in love with that song. And uh, end of the story, that's the first song I listened to in the car after me and Caitlin's first date. So every single time I hear that song, it's like fills my heart with joy. Every time. That's awesome. Anyway, I'm watching so, this. So hold on. Before you do it. Well, too late. I already pushed play. So. Um. So this is a new movie coming out, pr- produced by uh, Paulie Shore. It looks Pauly like Shore. He weirds me out, man. Steve-o? Yeah. Oh, Roman, dude. You have a woman now. Ah, is that Beth Stelling? Getting married. Wait a minute. What skateboard boy? No, Ew. it's not Beth. Stelling. I think this is the place. This is it. Hey, you two. Shut up and take our money. Oh, this backyard. Shut up and take our money. What's the catch? Are you guys here for the party? This is Tommy Lee's sex swing. Hell no. I just don't feel comfortable allowing some weirdo to live in our guest house. Me. Jesus. Son of a Promise me he'll be out soon. I will march out there and I'll say, you gotta get out of here in three months. Dude. I don't know about you. You want one, I about to jump in. <laughs> The drug is called Flocka. Some are calling it the insanity drug. Can't do that in my house. Fuck me, bro. Fuck me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have the talk with Randy today? I... What the yeah, hell yeah. is this? I gotta get high. Come on. I am not fucking doing that. Just suck it. Dude, of all the pipes you got in this place, why do we gotta smoke out of this one? It's how I sort out my pretenders. This makes you my real friend. Well... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Going nuts, that's cashews. I hate when they, I hate the way they make being stoned. <laughs> no, I'm not. Movies. You're on it. Just get rid of the guy. Yeah. Bobby Reed? Bobby Reed! Oh, it makes me so happy. I love him. Welcome to the neighborhood. You got me fucking arrested. No, you got you arrested. It is so on, bitch. I totally forgot to tell you they're bug bombing the house today. Whoopsies. <laughs> yeah. Here we motherfucking go. Flock of possum. And we found this one, and then you! Yeah! What the fuck is going on? If that shit was on pay-per-view, we'd be fucking millionaires right now. 
Okay. Thoughts? I think I'm into the idea of it. Really? I don't know. There's two things. First thing was Polly clearly doesn't understand how old he is. Yeah. He looks like an old man in that, and it's yeah. super weird. Yeah. Okay. It's it's the way that they used to make like remember Van Wilder? Yeah. Like the National Lampoon. Yeah, the age gap in those movies. The guy was like five years older. He's not forty five years old. Yeah. Polly Shore is like fifty. Over fifty. No. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, dude. He was I thought he was like the same age as Bobby. No, he's older than Bobby. No shit. Mm -hmm. Is he older than Joe? Why am I calling them their first names? Well, everyone knows who you're talking about. Is he older than Rogan? I'm trying to remember because Rogan's like fifty two. Because he was he was at the comedy store when like all of the old comics were there. Yeah, because his parents But that's what I'm saying is like that's how old he is. Is Yeah, but like I wonder if he was young, 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 fifteen years old at the comedy store when that old wave was there. I mean that's the Carrie that's I He mean, was there before Carrie. Yeah, but like Rodney Dangerfield, Sam Kinison, all those yeah, guys. Yeah, Sam Kinison. Okay, so like Dennis Leary, Bill Argus Hicks. Argus Hamilton. Okay. So Argus Hamilton and Richard Pryor. Yeah. That's like... Arrow one of yeah, so he was, Comedy Store. So he grew up with those Bob guys. Saget was there Bob at that Saget, time. That's true. But anyway, so it's super weird, right? So he's older. Yeah. Because the idea is... For a young person, I feel like, but he just re- thinks that people remember him being that character in these movies that he used to be in. Yeah, so he thinks that that will just work. But a lot of people don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah, like if you're that's true. <laughs> a lot of people who are gonna want to see this movie, or they want to want to see this movie, and the reason why they want to see it is because he hired a shit ton of comics to be in the movie. So that's kind of what he's banking on. Is like so. Is Mike Castle a comic? I don't know. He's the lead. That I don't know guy? if he. I don't know if he does stand up. I don't think so. He's uh, in. I've seen him in other stuff. Though. But the, but he has a deal with Lionsgate. So Lionsgate has their. I feel like they make the same fucking movie over and over again. Yeah, this is it's their. It's one the same one stoner as movie with boobies, and then one like murder mystery. Like, with boobies. With boobies. Yeah. yeah. It's always there's always boobies. They did uh Lions they game. did uh um that one with Zach Efron and uh Seth Rogen too, didn't they? Uh I don't think so. I think that was Sony. Doesn't Sony own Lionsgate? It's a great question. But yeah, it so it just seemed like That's I don't what do you th- I mean if it wasn't Polly what was Shore, thing two? what was thing two? You had thing one was Polly Shore is too old, which I can get behind for sure. Thing two is you can't help but be excited that all of these comics who like, yeah. especially like in the podcast world, were like, holy shit, it's so and so, it's yeah. Eric Griffin, it's yeah. fucking Bobby Lee, it's. Um, I don't know if like Fahim Anwar is gonna make an appearance. Hope like, he does. That guy's hilarious. So goddamn funny. Um, but yeah, so it's like a bunch of comics he he's just like still friends with everybody yeah so he's just like come on let's go do a thing yeah well he and bobby are like best friends because he was like a a member of the shore family basically when he was when mitzi was still alive chinese people (laughs) did you see the most recent episode of that show of bad friends yeah dude (laughs) 
Bobby. Yeah. He might Dude, be funny. Rudy with the knife. So funny. <laughs> She's like cleaning and literally polishing a knife. Andrew's like, who's playing music? Oh my God, is that a knife? Yeah, it's it's so big that it might as well be a sword. Yeah, it's like it's a, literally a machete with like holes cut into it for it being air, more aerodynamic and lighter. That's horrifying. It's literally yeah. like a Bowie knife. Yeah, and she's so innocent. I just like the way they look. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm kind of for it. I'm gonna I'll see it. Okay. I'm not gonna see it in theaters for sure. I'm not. An I don't asshole. think it's gonna go to theaters. Well then, I'll probably see it on. See, that's what I was thinking. So I, I, I it's it's one probably of those go things, to Amazon Prime or something. You know, you like think? when somebody does a show and it and like they're like, "Hey, I'm hosting, I'm hosting this week at whatever." Yeah. And you just go, even though the headliner, you're like, "Ugh, I do not okay. like that guy at all." But okay. you're just stoked that one of your friends is. Yeah, it's like you get to see like Eric Griffin and Bobby Lee in a movie. So yes. like, yeah, you're going to go to it. Together. Right. That's the other thing. And cool that's thing. like, I really like uh, that movie with uh, David Spade that came out recently on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I still haven't watched it. It's, it's actually not horrible. It's a pretty good movie. The premise is good. It's funny. Swartzen is very funny in it. Spade is not bad in it at all. Um, the uh rob schneider's wife and benchwarmers is in it oh very briefly but she's in it um i think schneider's in it for a good chunk of time he plays like the the captain of the boat that they all go out like deep sea fishing on, oh. and like swimming with sharks so like a catamaran yeah i mean he plays he he plays the schneider role like he's just this goofy weird guy that's like not exactly white so they put him in yeah. some role that's like not exactly white. do you know what he is Schneider, in real life, yeah, is he white? He well, he's part honky, but the other part Filipino. Filipino, oh, yeah. you got it. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, um, I feel like maybe I read that somewhere and I just like had it stored and never, oh, maybe. you know what I mean, never used it. It's one of those facts where you're just like, oh, I'm gonna never need to know this, and then you need to know it. And you're like, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude, look at me, I'm so smart, and everyone's like, you're not smart, you're just. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember what it was, but somebody was saying like there hasn't been Asian representation and then somebody posted all of the movies that Rob Schneider's <laughs> been in and they're like, hey, he's Filipino. Yeah. And I'm sure that funny. went over really well. People are like, mm-mm. <laughs> he's Hispanic for sure. The, that's funny. <laughs> the Wrong Missy is what it's called. It's pretty good. Yes, yes, It's yes, pretty yes. good, dude. It's not horrible, I will say that. My that, favorite fact about that is that David Spade flew Bobby out for that tiny little part. Have you that seen he's in. the clip of what he's in? Uh-uh. It's, uh uh. He's just I've dude, just heard him talk about it. It's uh it's disheartening. But he's in it for like five seconds, one right? One scene. Yeah. One scene and he says one line. And he but he flew him out. Yeah. That is such a cool... So like, Well, he and Spade are good buddies, too. Yeah, so now all of this like inside baseball stuff, you're like excited for that aspect of it. Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray. He's, I feel like we got to stop doing that. Well, I mean, that's what he calls himself. Right, but he gets to call himself that. Okay, yeah. It's like if I had a friend... I call myself a dipshit all the time. People can call me a dipshit. Right, but you if, know what I mean? if my buddy N-word Jim... Is like, yo, I'm inward Jim. Yeah, I, okay. I couldn't be That's like, a problem because now you're making, like, this is the whole Louie thing. You're making me say the word in my head. <laughs> Just pick a different word. Right, but that's 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 what I'm saying. Is I know, saying, I get it. Okay, there, there has to come a time where like 
uh, intention outweighs the words that you're actually using. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I shouldn't say a time, a line. Right. Okay. We, neither of us said anything actually racist. Actually racist. But we are quoting the man himself. Yeah, but that's an excuse that people use. And the intention is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and shitty people do it when they do shitty things. Yeah, it's, it's not true. an excuse. See, that's what that's. This is where that's. I mean, it's it's. Well, it's, I'm I'm saying that though I know, because I say you're it. more sensitive on this shit than I am. You are, but I, we're I, equally, I think, equally empathetic people. Yeah, we just manifest our empathy in different ways. Well, and I go in my brain. I think, like I've said a bazillion times, like when I listen back on this stuff, I try to imagine the person listening and who's gonna perceive it as because we don't know Bobby, right? But I don't, I don't think Bobby would listen to that clip and think oh, these guys are fucking assholes. We're literally talking about how excited we are that he's in a movie. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's like the yeah. intention is like, fuck yeah, Bobby Lee, good yeah. for him. But like, yeah, it's because it, it's it's the times right now are making us extremely tepid about like yeah. the way that we do things, yes, the way true. we speak and the way. We, but like, if there isn't malice, like, yeah, you you have to be able to draw the line on like the cancel police, you know, because yeah. otherwise literally everything's going to get canceled. Yeah. And then nobody's and I'm not saying that nobody's allowed to have fun by being God, I can't be racist anymore, dude. This sucks. You know, like the problem is, is like the people that not always, but some of the people that get the cancel mob all over them uh -huh. meant no malice. Right. But there will always be shitty people that actually have malice in their hearts and yeah. intend for people to suffer because of their race or gender or sexual orientation or creed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm -hmm. and those people aren't going to stop because you're telling other people to stop. So like, oh. so like it's still going to exist and all you're doing is making a fucking Petri dish for those people to grow because the minute you cancel somebody for saying like Bobby Ree mm -hmm. and you're excited about the fact that he's in a movie is the minute that that person immediately becomes the enemy of the intention that you have. Sure. Think think about this, though. Every time I saw an Asian person to myself, like in my car okay. or like walk by or whatever. <laughs> Talking to yourself in your car. I start to, well, I mean, like, because like I'm with yeah. my kids. Yeah, okay. Most of the time when I'm, when okay. I'm in my car. So I'm making goofy, because like I heard Layla say, um, Something to the effect of like Bobby Ree. Okay. So that's so that's the thing is that if somebody is like ah fuck I got canceled for doing this, and the kids see that that their parents' world change, they then go oh that's something that we can't do. Okay, sure. But so that but so that's the intention of people is we forget that it's not the influence on the world that really they're concerned about it's the it's the actual real world people that they interact with so if me doing this jokey shit which is part of something that my parents would do we would say i love you yeah so what what i'm saying so i get where you're coming from 100 percent, and i think the intention that you have in 
that line of thinking is like the right way to look at stuff for sure to a degree. Mm. But what gets me is like the, the hypervigilance. Well, like the genesis of that thinking, that behavior isn't in malintent, you know? Right. Like she doesn't know that using that like inflection in her voice I wouldn't even call it an accent because it's not real. Right. You know, that's not how anyone actually sounds. Yeah. Really. Um, really. Uh, See, think about this. Sean. Sean. Um, Kingston or? No, no, no. What the fuck is that? That comic. Asian comic from Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nafstead. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say Bobby Ree and Riri? In front of him. Probably. Really? But also, he doesn't speak for Bobby Lee. What I'm saying is, uh huh. if you take the fact that I use that, right, uh-huh. and apply it to the entire message, yeah. then what you're doing is washing all of the intent away and applying your perceived intent onto the message even though the message is one of complete and utter positivity Uh, oh i and so what bothers me is when you cancel somebody for saying something albeit maybe insensitive Mm -hmm. but not malicious yeah then that person looks at the movement in like trying to correct that kind of behavior as completely like misguided and then that's where they like tip back over into the realm of like fuck all these people for trying to police the way i talk sure so it's like it almost then that's what i mean about the the petri dish like it allows actual like negative uh intentions to fester like that kind of hatred and 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 but i i think because i hear that a lot I hear that that concept a lot and I think that it's it's a it's a fallacy. Like th- because historically speaking the more that this this shit goes on, the less of those people have that soapbox and and like cuz when you I get what you're saying but really like in the majority it's it's not true. So it's this thing that we create because we know how angry it makes us feel. Because our intention is so obviously sure. not that way. And and you, you imagine that anger in other people. If I'm this angry, then p- people who are racist, they must just go fucking nuts. And then it turns into this like mob. But I don't sure. I don't but, really see that. At all. Well, and that's the thing is like our I consumption of people uh, go away. Our consumption of media and like facts and stories and the news and the way the world works is so compartmentalized now mm. that like the things that you choose to consume are the truth for you. Oh, do you know oh, what I'm saying? Yep. So like, like maybe what you're seeing is like that kind of behavior isn't getting a platform as much anymore because like, we've button down on the way people yeah but like but like uh you know earlier you brought up ben shapiro and how much of a dinkus he is God, I hate millions him. of people watch his videos you know you don't yeah. watch his videos and the people that you associate with don't watch his videos and don't like take you know what i'm saying so it's like 
But you, so I'm saying you, right? Yeah. So you, let's say you get canceled. Let's say this is the last <laughs> podcast we get to do. Right? Oh, no, it won't be the last podcast. I don't care no, enough for them to cancel I'm, me. I'm not saying that. I know, but I'm saying cancel me. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> so, so let's say that happens. Yeah. Do you think that you, Alex Petra, would go, like start to lean over the other way and now you're going to Breitbart and now you're watching Fox News. Do you think that that action would actually make you change in that way? I'm already pretty middle of the road anyway. So I don't think me getting can't like I said, I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. I don't care enough. I know that like I mean good, you yeah. know, and I'm not going to stop doing the things that I think are helping others and making others happy and whatever because somebody tells me I can't talk a certain way because the things that I'm saying are not nearly to the scale of what could be or has been said by others in the past for sure you know what I'm saying like I'm not it's like that's where I'm talking about it's like it's less about the switching over to the side as much as it's about the line for like what is inappropriate and inappropriate is moving so far one direction Mm. that like you're swallowing up people that shouldn't be a part of the storm right and could be allies exactly Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying it's like once you take that away from someone it's really hard for them that's an interesting thought is that what's so what so rather than tipping that scale you're, it's actually creating a new group that's what i'm saying that, so that's the it's like you're not thing. becoming an uh uh alt-right far-right extremist yeah. nazi so that's the i wonder you're just an anti-left anti-right person you just fall into this weird hole that's a good premise is like so somebody gets canceled right and then these other people are like yeah man fucking black people keep ruining shit and you're like no dude I just put an R where an L should have been. Yeah. I don't have any malice towards any of those people. What are you, the fuck are you talking about? Right. And so then they're like, oh, I was. We saw, oh, <laughs> we saw him take your badge away. So we just thought maybe we'd give you our badge. And you're like, I don't want your fucking badge either. I'm starting my own troop. And then yeah. you start a troop and all, all the people in the troop are I just like, what I don't really want to like. be in a troop. What, but what does that group look like? Because I would say that we're basically that's there. libertarians. <laughs> that's a, that's what libertarians are. Libertarians are people who are like, God damn it, they got mad at me for using R oh, instead man, of L. Don't step on snack. Yeah, so yeah, that's there. You go. That's your. That's your. You you make that connection. God. That's what libertarianism is. Have I been libertarian this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> that's and it like. I don't know. Oh, all right, that's enough of that. We do this every fucking episode. What? Talk we about talk, talk shit about that matters to us. And it matters to us. I know. And it, it matters to the people that listen to us. Let's and do it. And we talk about different shit every time, I feel like. It's yeah, not the same true. shit. It's like a different version of Yeah. You know what I mean? It it all it's all relative in the sense yeah. of like Which is good. This is a hot topic. Yeah. Cut up some clips and do like comedians talk about racism and post that on YouTube and just see what happens. The funny thing is, is if if that got traction and then people were like, I can't find any of their stand up. Are they actually comedians? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, or are they yeah. just guys in a basement? Well, 
Okay. You got any premises this week? I was thinking about one. It's Pikachu! It's Clefairy! But again, this is so my previous one was like, I got the joke. Like, I got the whole thing. Let's flush it out, get some punchlines, some tags. This one is so minuscule. It's more of like a thought experiment that like could become a premise if we find the right way to make it funny. Okay. And I feel like we can make it funny. Kind of like the Twitter Trump thing? Yes. Very similar. The era we live in right now is the most, is the highest concentration blend of past and future oh. that's ever existed. Wow. We are embracing the future more, I think, than ever before. Oh, absolutely. And it doesn't shake us to back in the day, like when, uh, you know, like when Twilight Zone came out or whatever. Yeah. People were like, you know, all the robots and like 1984, Orwell, 1984, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, everyone's like, holy fuck, is that what the world's going to be like? And that's what the, you know what I mean? Like it's, and nobody's, nobody gives a fuck. You know, Do you it's like remember? you have, the, you have a, the most powerful, the computer that's ever existed is in your pocket yeah. right now and you don't think twice about it. But then also like we're like we're wearing faded Coca-Cola shirts. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're <laughs> like the uh, like our uh, our like appetite for nostalgia is like greater than ever. But like the way we like fill that like hunger. Yeah. Is with the future. It's the weirdest thing. That is really funny. That that in and of itself is such a thought-provoking thing. The way that you search for nostalgia is via the fastest fucking yeah, exactly. computer yeah. to ever exist. Yeah, you're like, God, man, the 70s were a wild time. I want to listen to Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you type like, it into a fucking... It's so funny to me when... Um, oh, okay, before I forget. Do you remember when people would say... You got to put your smartphone away. People are glued to their phones and it's you got to Yeah. Yeah. People that, still say that, that, yeah. But it it was so heavy at first. Yeah. And then all of those people were it's like, like kind of gone. I remember my parents would not text. Yeah. They and hated now, it. They and hated now it. That's what now, now if you call them they're like, "What are you doing calling me? Just shoot me a text." I tried I remember trying to call my parents and them texting me, one of them texting me. Just can you text me? Yeah. I was like, "That's hilarious yeah for sure that's like it's because you realize how much ease there is to it yeah like people reading the newspaper on the shitter is like you're doing it you're doing the thing that your great grandfather did hundreds of years ago but you're doing hundreds of years right is that did be your great 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 grandpa my grandpa lived for a long time he didn't. He died really young. Actually. Okay, so <laughs> so you lying now? A lion. So yeah, that's that's the premise. I just don't know how to make it funny. It's so thought provoking, and that's like, if I ever do get back on stage, which is still a strong maybe. Yeah. Um, that I think will be like the realm I want to get into. Is like to be more thought provoking because that's how I think whole... anyway. You could do twenty minutes on that, dude. Like, there's so so many premises, that the, you can and do. and it so many years off, and yes. then circles back. Right. The callbacks are just infinite when, right. when you think in that in right. that way. You just have to be like prepared to like shift gears with stuff like that, because depending on the audience, 
like and I've had this before where I like I have like five minutes of a of a bit planned out mm. and I bomb on the first part of the bit <laughs> and then you're like fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't have anything else <laughs> planned. You know? <laughs> and you just you just like literally take your fucking foot out of your ass and put it in your mouth yeah. and then you know it's just it's that's so funny you know what i do when that happens that's when like when you see me like latch on to some random audience member yeah that's me i'm like okay i i can see that you guys don't want to come along for yeah, this so thing. so i'm dragging you but guess what steven's fucking coming with me yeah and they're all like steven's one of us yeah you can't take him yeah and they're like well now we got to pay attention and so then when you do the thing the the probably the most humiliating version of that that I've ever had was we had that we were doing those uh showcases at Pantown. Oh. <laughs> which is a fucking terrible venue for comedy. <laughs> it's a great brewery. Loved yeah. it there. Super cool, like the setup is awesome. But one of the worst venues I've ever performed at for comedy because the ceilings are like 60 feet high. Oh god. So it's loud as piss in there. But, like, the audio setup, like, the speaker system, all of it came from one spot. They didn't, like, hook the speakers so oh, that the so the audio came out from everywhere. Yeah. It just was, like, the little bitch speaker they had on the fucking... So, I... The, the host, like, comes up to me and they're like, you're opening. And I'm like, you're the host. Why are you not going first? And they're like, I don't like to go first. And I'm like, then don't fucking host comedy shows. <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed, <sighs> but I was like, fine, I'll bite the bullet. I don't give a shit. So I went up there and, uh, I mean, I'm like, all right guys, we're going to get started. You know, like I'm, <laughs> it's like there was nothing before that. So I like go up and I like, you're the pre-host kind of. Yeah. So I start telling this joke. It's actually Caitlin. It was the first time she hosted at that show oh. so she hosted and then i get up there and i'm you know she calls me up and i go up there and um i started doing the bit about uh smoking pot this was the joke that i had about like the difference between like smoking and eating weed oh, and i like when you smoke one. it it's like going up an escalator you know you're like oh as, as time goes by you're like holy shit look how high we're getting you know that's right. So I only do that joke, and the first punchline just bombs. Like, no. To the point where, and this was the humiliating part. So, like, <laughs> at this point, there's, like, 50 people in this brewery, and, like, 20 of them are listening. The rest of them are talking very loudly and, like, playing board games. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's a girl at the end of one of the tables who had turned herself around in her chair to watch me, and I did that joke. And I made eye contact with her. She was like, and literally <laughs> turned around. Oh my god! Yeah, bro. And I was like, "All right, uh, I am thirty <laughs> seconds into this set, and I fucking hate myself." So I did the rest of the set, and then like by the end of the set, it was like a wave of people had stopped paying attention, and then only the the two people on the front table were listening to me. And then I found out that they came with one of the comics. <laughs> it was so depressing. So uh, I damn near gave up after that. God damn! And it, I like rode funny. there. I'm pretty sure with Hin and Camp. Oh, oh. And we were like on our way home, and he was like, "Dude, that was weird as hell." It's <laughs> like, yeah, man, and you killed. So I don't know. 
Dude, if you do that premise in a brewery, you would think. Then, you, well, I was going to say no, 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 no. I mean the the your premise for this week. Oh, like if you're okay. in a brewery setting, when you do that, yeah, you can just say, "Look around you." Yeah, this is the most archaic shit. Yeah, but and for like, some reason, we are embracing the fuck out of it, right? And taking photos of yeah, it, yeah, and we're like with our insanely powerful computers. Yeah, we're like putting our putting the brewery Snapchat filter on when we're yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the way we embrace nostalgia is like so backwards. That's really funny. And then, like the the irony that people use in when they're like being nostalgic is always gets me too. It's like when someone like our age has like a record player and a collection of like ten thousand records, you know? Yeah. And you're like, they're like, it just sounds better on vinyl. <laughs> Does it sound better on vinyl, or are you just a fucking asshole? You know what it is, and I just learned this. The reason why people so you don't know this about films. And I'm saying that in like the royal sense, like people, most people don't know this about films, but there is an underlying white noise track on all films. All films have this. It's like static. And the reason is when there's no noise, you notice. So if there's dialogue and they pause, it sounds like the whole thing cut off. So they have this white noise track. That's going along. Is that a chicken and egg conversation? No. Like, did did they start putting that in at some point because it sounded weird, or did they? Because if you watch there from original films, no. So if you watch some old films, that's when it's super apparent. There were there were some films. So it was a response to the fact that it was okay, okay, okay. So and they do it with podcasts too, I guess, which I. Seems super weird, but I guess makes sense. Um, so with the record, there's that white noise. You're in between songs. You're always going to hear that little like that, like yeah, yeah. Okay. So when people say that it sounds better, really, it's just it's it's they think it's it's more. It's full. like more circadian. It's more comforting. Circadian. I have never heard that word before. Circadian rhythm. It's like the. That's like why. Your like mother's heartbeat is soothing to you, oh. and why like it's like things that that like loop, that like have a rhythm to them. Okay, that's circadian rhythm. Wow, yeah, I so could this... be totally wrong about that, and I just used a word that I liked, but I'm pretty sure I'm correct about that. Wild. Um, What's your prem dog? All right, this is uh, this is one prem Jesus that I I. I, I'm like very it's almost there so okay. when, when I did the the vegan warrior dance which crushed it the only thing that I fucked up on was caramel I didn't know that caramel has comes milk, from in, milk it. in it so I, yeah I bombed that one but beyond that I did great um I want to say I'm proud of you I just I don't know that I am but keep yeah going. I mean it's only a week <laughs> joking um did you okay. feel better I did. Like I noticed, like when I ate. Do you have a lot of digestive? No, everything stayed the same. I did really? notice that my. I would have thought it would have been kind of like a cleanse, though. My pee. Stunk. Yeah, I imagine Much that's stinkier. the case. Okay, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. No, no, no. My urethra is important. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Promas. Yeah. Um. Promas. Promas. 
Um, oh, so with the, the vegan thing, yeah, there, um, I saw a lot of like how you can make food look like meat. And Jim Gaffigan's kind of done a little bit of a bit about that. Yeah, yeah. But I have a, a different <laughs> approach. So let's say I went full vegan, right? I'm going to pretend that I'm the vegan guy. Yeah. Um, somebody sees my hamburger and is like, what the fuck, man? Why don't you just eat a hamburger that you're all you're, you know that that's what you want. It right, looks like right, it. Right. Why don't right. you just fucking eat the hamburger? Yeah. And my response is, uh, you like, uh, porn where they wear like schoolgirl outfits. Well, yeah, it's super hot. Why don't you just fuck kids then? <laughs> you like when women look like kids. Why don't you just be a pedophile? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but do you see, like, yeah, I get the connection you're making. <laughs> it's, I want to make people uncomfortable. You're good at it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the. I'm a naturally very defensive person, so that's, I mean, you're going to get a taste of that in my response to it. Well, you don't want to fuck kids? I don't. Okay. Not particularly, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, the, the, what I, what I am getting out of that is like you're the, the conclude or the correlation you're drawing is so drastic of a leap that it's hard for me to like come along with but if you're that. a vegan it's not so for a vegan they're like don't kill animals you don't have to kill animals look what we can do so open with that we're so advanced open with so that. that's but that's so that's the argument that he's gonna go to is this guy's gonna be like what the, uh, no i'm not gonna fuck it that's insane why would i that's wrong that's this and that and it's like okay well the slaughtering of animals in these barns is absolutely insane so, like, from the vegan's perspective, it's, like, okay. the same way that you are, like, I'm not going to fuck kids because I know how, how wrong it is. is. I'm not going to eat meat because I know how wrong it is. Yeah. Okay. Because the vegans that I've talked to, like, they, <laughs> I did this challenge and a couple of people were, like, oh, man, I'm so glad you're doing this because, you know, you're save for every animal that you don't eat, that's saving hundreds of, it's, like, they're all in the same, they're still there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, that's and that's that's what you. I mean, that's I thought maybe where you were gonna take it was that the fact that uh, yeah, sure, I'm not eating them. Like for every vegan that exists, there's a hundred thousand cows sitting in a pen the size of this fucking room. You know what I mean? Like they're not. Yeah, they're already not, bought, and you're not making a difference. Like yeah. you, you to you, it's like the gap that you're bridging is the one where you're not guilty. Yes, yeah, and that. To me, is the worst reason to not do something. Yeah, you're not making a difference, and actually, the impact that you're making on the environment, you're actually probably killing more things. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least short term. Yeah, but so that that's that whole thing. And that's like, like I don't know, dude. It's that that argument is so funny to me, and I do yeah. like your premise, though. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't know that the pedophile. But because I want. I want them to go, because the audience, if you're, gonna a, be if like, you're a man, ah. porn, the whole schoolgirl outfit thing is so, like, played out. It's happened so many fucking times. Yeah. But people still watch it. Yeah. They've still consumed it. Right. 
And so that's the connection. Billions of times over. Billions of times. Yeah. So that's the connection to go, look, I know you're not going to fuck kids. And that's fine. What I'm trying to get you. (laughs) It's encouraged, actually, (laughs) to not fuck kids. And that's the thing that I'm trying to say is, look, I'm not killing animals. So what if I if I like that it looks like what the, you know, meat product? Who gives a shit? You go not fuck kids. I'll go not kill animals. Uh, the visual, <laughs> the visual uh, correlation was something that kind of missed me the first time. So that ah. makes more sense now. When you just reiterated it, that makes more sense. I, I, the bridge that you drew makes total sense now. It wasn't just like, oh, you're trying to compare two bad things. You're actually comparing the fact that it looks like what it's not. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That makes more sense. So, uh, so that's the thing that I got to figure out because I know how uncomfortable I want people to feel. But I, it's it's got to make sense too. We are so different. I see. Like I love. I'm all about making everyone <laughs> feel like they're in on it with me. Well, you're that's a storyteller. Yeah, that's my whole bit. Is we're all in this together. Can yeah. you believe it? You are. And yours the is, book is better than the movie. Yeah, yeah. And you are. And I am. Did a, you see the trailer? I am a bunch of fucking memes. <laughs> a bunch of literal fucking memes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys like Pokemon? Let's uh let's watch so many this. fucking ridiculous <laughs> notifications. But yeah, I just yeah. I mean the best example I think I have of that is that sweaty ass joke that I have. Yeah, I love that I joke. Always, it was just, I always it pick was just someone blood the whole time. I always pick someone and I'm like, I reach my hand out and yeah. like yeah, it's like I have ass juice in my hand. Yeah, and they're like, "This is not <laughs> okay with me." Sir. And their friends always are just dying laughing. Yeah, yeah. they're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, Michael is gonna cry himself to sleep tonight. That's where the that's where the for <laughs> me it's the self deprecating pays off just dividends for me. Ah. Because in in my case, like I tell stories that are relatable, and the level of deprecation that I put in the stories is the same amount that anyone has in their head when that happens. You you have them. a way of making what you perceive to be a neurotic act, aspect of yourself like consumable to the audience. Super normal. Yeah, because you, you go a... up on stage, your voice isn't weird, you don't do like accents and stuff like that, and people are just like, it's like at the water cooler... And they're like, yeah, Steve, I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dude, that Norman bit where he's like uh, uh, talking about walking to the water cooler. Have you heard that joke? Uh -uh. It's one of the best jokes from that album that he had. Uh, But he's like, he's so awkward with people. Like he never knows what to say, you know? And he's like walking up to the break room and he like sees that he's like, there's Bill. All right, how you doing, Bill? How you doing, Bill? How you doing, Bill? And he walks in and he's like, Mark, how's it going? And he's like, Jews. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's like that's that's kind of the, you know, that's kind of the angle I take. I tell stories that are like that yes, style. Yes. You know? It's like, hey, listen to this super dumb thing that I did. Yeah. And it's so funny because that makes you feel like you're in on the joke. You're this is look at I mean I'm showing behind the curtain. Yes. And well and the um the embarrassment that people feel, they know that they've done they, they go home and they tell their spouse or they tell their friend like, "Dude, I fucking 
I pulled up to get gas and I was on the wrong side. Yeah. It's like that yeah. type of shit that right. people go, yeah. Yeah. I'm along the ride for this. Yeah, it's not in like the thing is is most of my stories are the believable ones. Yeah. Because they're real. It's like when I first started, I wanted to make these extravagant, crazy stories. Yeah. You know, and I would like make shit up in them. And people didn't really go along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I realized like, oh, like the real version of me is plenty idiotic. I don't have to add any, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like you don't have to embellish it because what makes it funny is the fact that people can put themselves in your shoes and and them doing the same thing. Yeah. That that just made me realize <laughs> like the fact that my shit works on stage, which feels really weird to say the I am all of these crazy things. Mm-hmm. And like the the like making up shit and saying these weird things, that really is me, right? Even though they're made up, right? That's I've just never thought about the fact that right. I am this like weird. I'm like that toy box at grandma's house that you nope kids haven't played with them forever. Yeah, and you tip it out and you're like, holy, sh- look at all this shit in here. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and you're just like your Sid's toys from Toy Story. <laughs> Oh my God, Sid. Okay, the way that you said that. <laughs> oh God! I thought you were. Uh, I thought you were saying uh, Sid, Sids, which is uh, sudden infant death syndrome. And I thought the person's baby died, and they were like, "Well, no. I can't do anything with all these Sid stories." <laughs> no, no, you're Sid from Toy Stories toys. <laughs> You're still a toy, but <laughs> you're a baby's head on spider legs. It's a little scary, but you're you're with them at the end. You're like, whoa. Yeah, these toys actually turned out to be like pretty cool, but <laughs> also when I was four, terrified the shit out of me. <laughs> Dude, I cannot believe you thought I was making a joke about that. That's not, I don't joke about that shit. Man. Sid's toys. Hey, new premise for me though. There you go. Yeah, see? <laughs> That's good. Like, I don't, and that's, like, that's, that will never, I mean, the and the reason why my premise today works is because I've got, like, the story to go with it. Yeah. You know? It's like I had this moment where I was like, God, I want to listen to some throwbacks, you know? I just, like, pulled up my supercomputer from my pocket. And yeah. God. If the guy wild. who had that room full of computer. A computer. Look at this room full of a computer. (laughs) This is the computer room. If you would tell that guy that, hey, that whole room is going to fit in my pocket one day. Yeah, and actually, that whole room is like a way shittier version. My calculator is better than that entire room. Yeah, right. That would be insane. Insane. Yeah. (sighs) Well, hey, man. It's been a hot minute. eh? It has been a hot... This is fucking... This lounge thing, dude. Dude, it makes it comfy cozy. Yes. We're in, like, not that we don't enjoy each other's company anyway, but I mean, it's fucking eight bells, big guy. Yeah. And I got to pee so bad. <laughs> I also have to urinate, but that's, you know, always. I'm not always. I sometimes I'll be like, I'm up. I might as well see. And then I pee. 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good thing I did that. You pee like a dad. You pee like your prostate is pressing against your... Have I said... All right, this is... Next oh week. my God. Last thing. Or next week. All right. I'm going to write it down so I can remember. Hey, I like that. Now we have something to talk about next week. When All right. I I'm going to address the viewers quick, real quick. Real, real quick. Out. I'm going to address the viewers. So, uh, I didn't even listen to that. I don't know how I happened to miss that. But <laughs> I heard, I heard like something coming out, whatever. All right. So, uh, after this episode is live, viewers, uh, Send an email to doitabsolutely at gmail.com. We'll have that email built or put together by then. Send an email to doitabsolutely at gmail.com with your ideas for the sponsors that Chris and I will read next week. Uh, we're going to do three apiece like we did this week. So, um, you know, if there's not enough submitted, we'll have to come up with our own. But I think I think it would be really cool to kick it off. Uh, if we had, you know, six total. So if you've got a few ideas, send them in uh, and, and you know, listen in to the following week to see if your premises or your uh, your sponsors get read by the Chris yes. or I. I think that's uh, that'll be super cool. Um, and if your stuff gets read, uh, we'll shout you out at the end of it. So we'll say like these, this one was, so I'll say, you know, it's brought to you by blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm written by this person or whatever. Yeah, we are averaging since April um 600 downloads a month now. So. Are you serial? Mhm. I just crunched the numbers today. Wow. Yeah. So we're getting like 30 listens an episode. I mean to more. us. Yeah. To us. That's not including the YouTube stuff. Oh, that's true. Okay, so yeah, viewers do that and then the other thing that I think we should try to get um viewers in on by the way shout out to whoever the fuck is listening to this in japan we had like 30 people last month from japan who listened to the show what so domo arigato (laughs) oh okay sure yeah bobby re hey (laughs) nice because that actually means yes right hey 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 Hey. all right so uh hit us up uh, with that, do it absolutely at gmail.com. And then also, I think it's time, you know, we start making some requests of the audience. Like, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube. Buy the merch. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Go visit our Teespring website and buy our merchandise. I know that DuckDuckGrayDuke has got stuff on there. Um, does Not So Anonymous have stuff now? Yep. Yeah. So, like, hit that up. Buy some merch. Um, and then finally... You know, share our stuff. Yes, please. We would that if you share it from YouTube directly or from Apple Podcasts directly to your social media pages, you have like no idea how much that helps. And the the more people that just like do it, even if you do it once and you're just like, hey, check these people out, like, you know, it makes a huge impact for us. And I know that like ideally by the end of twenty twenty, Chris and I like We'd like to have a sponsor for this show. Yeah. And, you know, if if you know a business that wants to sponsor a podcast, send them to dudeabsolutely at gmail.com. Like, this is, we really want to yeah. get this going. So, anyway, uh, same time next week. Dude, absolutely. Dude. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
absolutely.